And now, now, it's the Mike Kelter Show. It's the Mike Kelter Show. It's 1025 The Bone, 727. 727- 579-1025 or 800-771-1025. I told you a million times that the uh, Paper Stanley should do this. 100%. I think we should just learn it so Joe can come and do it with us. I'm in. I'm in 100%. Can't they see? I think you killed this, Joe. Yeah, I think I might be right. I think this and uh, the song from... Uh, Oh, what is the stupid movie where they throw toast at the thing? Oh, oh Rocky Horror? Yeah. Yeah. Rocky Horror Picture Show. What's the song, though? Well, they got a lot uh, of songs. Uh, the, time Warp? Yeah. It's no, astounding. No, no. Yeah. Something in the dashboard light? The no, that's not. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, time Warp. It's just you. Meatloaf. I love Meatloaf. It's just a jump to the left. No. No, that's a no. Time Warp. Yeah, not that one. What, 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 Idiot. Why do I want to say Blitzkrieg, but it's not Blitzkrieg, Bob? The Rocky Horror Picture Show has... Uh, damn it, Janet! No, or Frankenstein, Time Warp, Sweet Frankenstein. No, what was the song that? Uh, no, that uh, uh, the chick from Wayne's World did. Uh, the chick from Wayne's World. Uh, Tia Carrera. Yeah. Oh God, I love her. Uh, what's the name of that song? Mm. Uh, Ballroom Blitz. Ballroom Blitz. Oh, That's yeah. not from that, is it? No, no, no. Oh. It's but they she did it in Wayne's World. Yeah. I think yeah. Ballroom Blitz. I think you would I'd kill be totally as well. Down for that, right? Yeah. Great song. There you go. work. That's my uh, segment of the show, Songs That Joe Should Do. My new band, (laughs) Pat Palin, will be coming out next week. (laughs) You better get it soon as he's getting older. That voice is starting to go. No, no. Joe's voice? Joe's voice, yeah. I got to tell you, you guys are teaming up now. I don't know whether it's osmosis. You guys sit next to each other, but you're both really hating on Joe today. It is, yeah. Definitely osmosis. No, no. He was a real jerk to me in the break, off air. Because I went yeah. to get a second slice of pizza. Oh, yeah. Choke <laughs> it down. Yeah, Go ahead. That's the best. <laughs> he goes, oh, I see you're going in for another piece, fat ass. <laughs> he did say that. That I was very that. mean. First, I, thought he was I think he's just me. trying to help you. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I am trying it to help you. makes me slap so hard. You need somebody in your life who's going to look out for you. Maybe mm-hmm. a second or third slice of pizza is not a great idea, yeah. Gio. That's all I'm wow. saying. Yeah, Joe used to smack cake out of my hands. Oh, yeah. I would try to Maybe Joe's it. being the father you never had. Yeah, he's yeah. very mean-spirited. He reminds <laughs> me of my actual stepfather. Oh, I think you, mean-spirited, you lacking empathy. <laughs> Maybe it's because you guys made him lose out on a $100 bottle of wine that uh, yeah, Sean yeah. brought. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> you jerk-offs. Don't give it to that take. son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Sean brought in a, uh, a gift for Bert, but he didn't know Bert was going to be on the phone, not in the studio. And... Uh, and then he's like, well, I got this wine. Joe perked up. Oh, he yeah. Like, well, yeah. He did. You did. You got the wall. You meerkatted. You meerkatted the wine. 100%. He brought in pizza. I prairie dog in a little bit. <laughs> Nothing. Not, you didn't move an inch for the pizza. And then as soon as he lifted that bottle of wine, you're like, oh, what? Huh? What? That's so did funny. you get the wine? No. no, no, we, no. So we said we wouldn't let it happen. Yeah. Nope. Sean tried. And we we're like, nope. No, but there's it. the guy with the cartoon face. Oh, oh my God. Isn't that's so weird. Too many There's a guy on Fox News right now that he's... In the center of the three boxes, if you're watching, and it looks like he's got a cartoon filter on his face. Every time he comes out, he's got no features on his face other than his eyebrows and his eyeballs. Weird so, fake smile, too. Yeah. yeah. I don't like looking at him. What do you say, Carmen? What? Okay. I didn't say anything. I thought you did. I'm sorry. Oh, no. So uh, uh, there's a show coming out, and maybe it came already. I don't know, but it's uh, there's a podcast that has um, Bobby Lee and... Um, Cheeto Santino. Mm-hmm. What's his name? Andrew. Andrew Santino. 
and it's called like Horrible Friends. I think the podcast is very funny, and those guys are just they have a great relationship with each other. So it's a very funny podcast, and it's coming to the Mahaffey Theater in June. In June, yes, okay. And I was like, Andrew Santino has never been here in Tampa. He's never been on the show. Now I'm not talking about ever in life. Just he's not been a fixture in the comedy scene in Tampa. Bobby Lee hasn't been here in 10 years. The last time Bobby Lee here was here is when he fat tag teamed the uh, girls with Spanish, which is up on our Instagram. It's a great memory. Yes. And I was like, there's no way that that show is going to sell out a Mahaffey theater. And I would, and Bobby Kelly would argue with me and, and Galvin would say, yeah, but you don't understand. People are listening. I go, I do. They're not going to see it. So the other day but, I got curious. Well, here's one thing that I wanted to add to this because I thought about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Andrew Santino is on uh, uh, Dave, Little Dickie's uh, show. Well, he's he, popular. No, yeah. but that's another thing that he's on, that he's in. And right. He was in that Showtime show and stuff. So look, I, I, they, things. they're both popular. They're, I think Santino is very funny. He's got a new special yeah. out. But who's going to go watch their stupid podcast live in Tampa? And then I looked at the seating chart, and I think it is sold out. I think maybe mm. the upper deck is the only. It's unbelievable to me uh, how I'm, that's my first sign of I'm too old to understand how everything yeah. works. Well, they probably look. They can break down podcast numbers by city. So say they go, oh, we average a hundred thousand downloads in Tampa, St. Pete area. Yeah. If a quarter of those people show up, we'll sell the place out. Yeah, and and they probably get it very cheap. You know, they rent the yeah. theater and do it that way. It's just, it blows my mind. And I'm not, I'm 100% for it. Go see it. Go support it. Any live comedy and podcast or whatever is great for everybody. I, I think it's great. By and the I, way, I'd like to point out 25,000 people would definitely fill that theater. Yeah. That's a quarter of us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, but the, that's the thing is, uh, I, I don't, I mean, I would assume that that's what they do too. They look at the at the numbers, and they say, okay, where are we being? Like, they're gonna, not going to roll up in Green Bay if they're right. not getting the hits. But I also think that Tampa uh, has a, a spot for comedy and for – it's just – it's weird to think if you've never if you've never had any – or it's been 10 years since you had any association with an area that you're going to roll in and attempt to sell out a theater. I just think that they hit the balls on that, and then all of a sudden it happens. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it shows you what I know. Mm. Um, there's a very funny bit that they had for um, – that they released on Mother's Day where they were talking about each other's mother and, and he said something about Santino's mother and, and he goes, don't talk about my mother. He goes, it's just a joke. And he goes, don't talk about it. He goes, well, maybe I maybe I could do your mother. And he, he goes, your, and your mother's cross-eyed and he crosses his eyes and he's like, oh, Bobby, Bobby, Bobby. <laughs> it's the most racist, yeah. horrendous thing. And it's so funny to watch. And I think how those guys... Are getting away with that stuff. Have you seen the the skit they do about the gymnastics no. where Bobby's the gymnastics coach and Santino's the student? And he's like trying to do the bars, and Bobby goes and just grabs his junk and kisses him on the mouth and goes, You're doing great. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Bobby was one of those people where the minute he came in the studio, I was like, I love this guy. Uh, he's I love the, him. The best. And I still maintain that I think that he is gay. And that's why he's had so many problems in the past. Probably. And and also, we went out to dinner that night. And just we were, you and Bobby Lee. Just me and Bobby Lee. But oh, I, well, because I was going to the show, and I go, hey, do you want to grab dinner first? And he was like, sure. So we went over to uh, Laughing Cat. Remember when Laughing oh, yeah. Cat was in Ebor? I so love that good. place. And uh, Matt from Horn Blasters came in, and 
Matt's a good-looking guy, and when he left, Bobby Kelly goes, "Who's that guy? What's his deal?" Is he? And he was like, "Bobby, Lee, Bobby Lee, not I'm Bobby sorry. Kelly." Yeah. Bobby Lee. Bobby, Bobby Kelly would also go down gay, on that floor. I was going to say, yeah, gay on a different level. Oh, but, uh, he, but he was asking about him, like, hey, what's up with that girl, you know? Do you know that Bobby Lee has been saying for years and years and years that he was molested when he was a kid and molested by a guy with Down syndrome and all that stuff? Yeah. He says it's totally not true. What? He goes, no. he goes I made that up. He goes, the first time I said it was on uh, radio, and he goes, and I said it, and then I was driving home with my brother, and my brother goes, you weren't molested? And he goes, no, of course not. Yeah. Did he I say it was his uncle on our show? Maybe. I, think I don't he know. Said he his says so show. many. That he, he did it so for candy. Yeah, candy. yeah, yeah. So who he knows? also says that uh, you know that he there, he has that story where he was with a hooker in Mexico and in Tijuana, and uh, that she was maybe like sixteen years old, and everybody's like, "You're basically saying," you're, and he's like, yeah, "I made it up," but right. I don't know if he really made that part up. <laughs> I think he's like backpedaling oh, a little bit. Yeah, I think Brad Williams had a little situation with that as well. Yeah. 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 Little situation. Mike, how the show, though? Hello? Oh, hi, Madison Man. How you doing? Okay, I still can't get rid of that cough I have. Oh. Yeah, it's called AIDS. It's over. <laughs> it's not AIDS. You don't know. You're no doctor. Super AIDS. I mean, I had I had to check out uh, Advent last week. And what about what's going on in your mouth? You got your, it's like your tongue is swollen or something. I don't know. It's something to do with my allergies messed me up. Yeah. Could you imagine going to eight years of school and college and stuff, and then however long internship and everything? Then you're working in a place, and this guy rolls in. You oh. have to touch him and look at him. Yeah. Even says, uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good talking. Yeah. yeah. Mike, how the show? Good morning. Good morning. How you doing, sir? Pretty good. Uh, do you guys have YouTube Shorts at all? YouTube Shorts? Yes, sir. I don't know what that they're is. Like little short. Okay, do they're we, little short videos, post? like little TikTok videos. It's, have we yeah, posted post? any? Yes, sir. No. Have you met Joe? <laughs> uh, we do we, occasionally if we no, have something we that's uh, <laughs> that's I mean, good. Yeah. I, I would. Re- I, I love Carmen. I would recommend you know you guys do the after show. It's already broken down in the highlights. That would be great to watch like after work. You know, just mm. throw on YouTube and see all the YouTube shorts come through. It gets a so, lot of publicity. I mean, you could would, just follow us on our social medias. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. But Gio, uh, I'm just trying to reach a greater audience. You, you pay this no, guy I, to challenge you? No, look, he's, he's right. I get what you're saying. People ingest that stuff in short clips. That's what they like. And uh, they have people have a short attention span and they want the best of. So that would be a good And you guys do a great show. I would just, I, I, yeah, I agree. All right. Thanks. Thank Appreciate you, it. sir. Uh, you know yes, what sir. I hate about the shorts? I like them, and I watch them every once in a while because there will be good little, you know, condensed things, whatever. But I hate whenever they're like, uh, oh, my buddy, I put a thing in here, and we're going to prank him, and he's going to totally believe it. And if he he's going to pull up this thing, and, it, <laughs> and that's the end of yeah. the thing. Yeah. Oh! What are you doing? <laughs> yeah! Calvin's at the effort. Calvin's at the effort. Calvin's at the effort. You got that, Carmen? That's a new song. That's a new song. Anytime somebody curses the effort, we say, Calvin's at the effort. Calvin's at the effort. Calvin's at the effort. Dump, dump, dump. Oh, that's it. Well, don't say me every time. It's probably going to be you. Yeah, yeah. Just right now. Probably going to be you. I didn't even say the full thing. You didn't. You said enough of it to make all of our buttholes bucket. Absolutely. Very passionate about the shorts. I I am. Just to show you how much I hate it when they cut it off. (laughs) I think we all went like this. Uh, Uh, Oops, the daisies. (laughs) Mike Caldashola. 
It's still me, Medicine Man. No, stop <laughs> Yeah. Why did I put him on hold? I don't know. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry. Because you love him. Dumb, dumb, dumb. <laughs> All right, in a couple of seconds, we're going to talk to Harvey Levin from TMZ about Britney Spears and the new special that they have that's coming out on Fox. What do we think, honestly, is going on with Britney Spears? It's called TMZ Investigates Britney Spears, The Price of Freedom. You take a look into the life of Britney Spears post-conservatorship. Now, that's what I think the, the I need to know the details. And I'm going to ask Harvey because, listen, TMZ and The Inquirer are two of the top investigative journalists in this country. Now, in what they're investigating may not be important to you or uh, may not be important to life in general, but they are two of the best investigators. The Inquirer gained a lot of fame during the OJ trial. The, the Inquirer was coming out with some stuff that nobody else had because they were really deep in it, and they'll pay for it too. Same thing with TMZ. And uh, TMZ gets into, they have so many connections, they have to get in there, into these people's lives, and also because they'll accept um, tips from people and keep quiet about where they get them from. So a lot of times celebrities will turn themselves in and you know give tips about themselves. I think she's still being controlled and manipulated by somebody. Who her I husband? I, some I don't, yeah maybe the husband, her father, or yeah. somebody in her family. She's still not totally free, or she's just crazy. Yeah, or what if she's, she's yeah. free from her dad's conservatorship, but she is under the watch of her husband, who says she's not healthy. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I I am I'm more and more I watch of her Instagram, especially after watching that. Uh, like there's somebody put together a little the whole a short of how many of her videos seem like they're cgi yeah. yeah i can't unsee it and now i'm i feel like i don't know if i'm seeing more cgi or if just my brain now yeah. is looking for it they look more like fake yeah they really do when you really start to look at them yeah but what is fake like i think it's because everybody's got hd and we're so used to seeing yeah. good quality that if you get something that's kind of bad quality you're like well that must be fake or i i can't help but think maybe she's doing it in front of a green screen but because she doesn't want anybody to know where she is, like she wants people to think she's constantly doing stuff at her house when maybe she's yeah. traveling uh, or is it benefiting somebody else that she stay crazy? I, I mean, it, benefits well, everybody. it probably benefited yeah, right? the father the most. Yeah. But then why didn't he come up with this brilliant scheme? I don't know. Is she out in public? I wonder if they even allow. Let's go and welcome. Where line? I don't see it. Oh, the hotline. All right, Carmen, you do it. Then I can't see it. Let's welcome back to the show from TMZ. This is Harvey Levin. Harvey, how are you, sir? I'm good, guys. How you doing? Last time we had you on the show, we were talking about the Michael Jackson special, and I couldn't stop asking questions about Britney Spears. And now we finally got a Britney Spears investigation. Yeah, there you go. Uh, it's called TMZ Investigates Britney Spears, The Price of Freedom. We were just having a conversation about this off the air. Who is controlling Britney Spears now? Britney Spears. You think so? Like she is no, in control of everything. Nobody. She is, I mean, in, uh, she is nobody. She is in control. That was the point of ending the conservatorship. That Brittany now makes all her decisions. Um, there are people who talk to her, advise her, suggest things, but ultimately, it's her decision. She makes the decisions. What is the deal with the husband? Is he? Is he? Uh... A genuine husband, or is he somebody now who's just there for the ride and the money? Well, I mean, look, I, you know, 
Cam was concerned enough a couple of months ago that he actually led an effort uh, to stage an intervention. There were so many issues that um, they rented a house near where she lives, and they were going to basically have her live there for a couple of months where she could get some help. Um, that failed, but no, I mean, he was in there trying to help. That is a relationship that's in real trouble right now. And um, it's it's one of many. I mean, she hasn't seen her kids in more than a year. She's estranged from her family. Brittany is, is very isolated. Um, and, you know, when you talk to people, you know, psychiatrists who, you know, deal with this, you know, with mental illness, isolation is not a good thing. And what happens is people get in their head and things get magnified and it's, it's tough. I mean, it, it is really tough. Do you, so, so she's living now, who, who lives with her? Do we know anybody? Not really. I mean, Sam is there, but not a lot these days. And yeah. um, she spends a lot of time alone. We actually get into kind of, you know, a day in the life of Britney Spears, and we, we get into what she does, and it's very solitary. Um, and, you know, you would think that she just, you know, would, could go out, go wherever she wants. It is way more complicated than that, and she spends most of her days alone and on social media, and that's really her stage right now. Yeah, she's clearly doing these things, uh, these dances and stuff on, on social media, and, and she wants the attention and, and the interaction, but it's I got to tell you, as a guy who has a daughter, it's heartbreaking because I feel like we're just watching her destroy herself, and there's nothing anybody can do. It's one of the reasons that a lot of people talk to us um, in putting this together, because they want this discussed because they're worried about her. And there's reason to be. I mean, look, she went into this conservatorship because she had a mental illness. I mean, that's, that's why. I mean, they had more than a dozen doctors evaluate her. That's not her fault. But that also doesn't go away. Yeah. And it doesn't go away because there's a movement to free her. And then the issue is who's managing it and how. And the answer to both is Brittany is. Do you do you think now we look back like because I don't know from the outside view I looked at the father like he was an evil person and the conservatorship and he was making her work and doing that Vegas show that she didn't want to do and uh, and he was the bad guy but now looking at it I'm like Jesus he was just trying to save his daughter. Well, look, he was a terrible father when she was growing up. He was absent. He had all sorts of issues. But he also, I mean, you know, if you talk to anybody, and, and he made a lot of mistakes during the conservatorship, but he also was not a professional conservator. He was kind of thrown into this. But he's the one who flew out from Louisiana to L.A. And when you talk to people who were really around this, when it was going on, he saved your life. Yeah. Now, whether he should, you know, a lot of people think that, the problems with the conservatorship were more bad casting that, you know, Jamie had already served his purpose and was there too long. And we don't really get into that. I mean, we're not looking at all in the past whether it should, the conservatorship should have stayed or, or, or not. We're looking at the year and a half since. And what happened happened. And then the question is, how is she doing? Yeah, where is the sister and the rest of the family during this whole time? It, it, it completely, completely estranged. That's so. It's so weird completely and so sad. 
and to have to sit there and watch between the the empty eyed dances and the nudity, the nudity everywhere should be at some point, uh, uh, you know, legally you should be able to make some sort of Baker Act claim or something and say, come on, this is not, this is clearly not a woman who has uh, a hold of all her mental faculties. Well, I mean, look, it's one of the things that has driven her kids away, you know, because they have to deal with it at school and whatnot. And um, and they've talked about this. So, look, I mean, you know, this is a story that, you know, we're not taking a point of view where we're trying to push a point of view. We're just right. trying to look at the elements, because there are good things that happen. I mean, you know, the simple things that she could never do during the conservatorship, you know, as simple as going to an ATM machine, she can do now. And that's important to her. And she's talked about that. And that's good. Yeah. Uh, but there are also a lot of problems as a result of the removal of a structure in her life. And that's been a real issue. She she still have a ton of money left. Is she in control of all of her money? We we read online sixty million dollars. That has dwindled a lot since uh, the conservatorship ended. And you know, remember, I mean, look, you know, she bought a house and she was, you know, lived in it for a week and and then turned around to sell it because yeah. she didn't like it and she's in the old house. So a lot of money money is not really coming in, but a lot of money is going out. And there are people in her life that are worried about that, too. I mean, yeah. look, she, you know, when we do get into her future and her career, and, you know, if Brittany, she's, she's planning a recording comeback, and that could really work um, if she makes the right choices. She certainly did with Elton John. She's not going to tour again. I mean, even she, it, 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 it's a very disciplined thing. And those days are over. She doesn't really want to tour right now anymore. And, you know, but she could have a recording career if she wants. She's you you think so? I do. You, you I think, you think, I mean, based, based on the investigation, you think she still has mentally what it takes to go in and record an album? Like, I don't know. I, I didn't, obviously, I'm not privy to the information that you are until I, Watch well, a special, but to me, that looks like a girl who I, I, I don't know. I think you'd have a hard time getting her to do day to day activities, let alone to go in and record an album. I got to tell you, everybody we talked to involved in this said she is brilliant in the studio. Wow. She is really, really good. And she absolutely could have a recording career, and they're planning that. And that could work, and that could at least solve the money problems. And it also gives her something to do, because, you know, right now she's very isolated. Yeah. And, um, and, and they are planning that. So that's kind of a bright light in the middle of all of this. I got. I hope something comes out of it for her because it's sad to watch. I, I, I think it's worse that I have a daughter just watching this happen. But uh, nobody gets inside the things like TMZ does. TMZ investigates Britney Spears. The Price of Freedom premieres tonight on Fox at nine o'clock, eight central. Check it out. Ha uh, always good to talk to you, Harvey. Appreciate the call. It's my pleasure. Thanks, guys. Thank you, buddy. I want to watch this tonight. I, I am very much uh, into what you know what she. Could possibly, I, I mean, after talking to him now, we know it's true, but I can't possibly think that she would be able to, I don't mean make a comeback as far as being able to come out with one song or the thing like she did with Elton John, you could sit her down to me, but to actually have the brain capacity to sit there and record an album and to write her, her own song, music, well, even yeah. if she doesn't write her yeah. own music, even if she records Diane Warren songs, but uh, just the, the, what needs to go into being in the studio for so long and doing that, but it is probably what she needs, something yeah. to get her out and get her in front of other people. <clears throat> also, if they channel the uh, Hey, Stop Dancing, Start Singing.
You know, instead yeah. of doing the dancing, you're doing the singing and putting out records. Yeah. Or it's, if she just did an OnlyFans, she would crush ooh. it on an OnlyFans. It's <laughs> oh. very true. Even though we've seen enough of her yeah. naked, we still would do e- it. Even if she didn't do anything naked, she just danced in riskier lingerie and made people pay for it. I'm not paying I think for that. People, but I know a lot of people is that it? would. Okay, so my opinion now, and I may be wrong based on what he said, is my opinion now is she's completely nuts. Yeah. Okay, but but according to him, it's 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 a, a result of isolation. Okay. So that is, you're able to overcome that. But from what I see her, she's nuts. She does not OnlyFans, and I pay for it. Am I contributing to that? Ooh, am, yes. I, am I? I am, yeah. right? I'm yeah. feeding into Ooh, the fact enabling. that she, I'm enabling, and also it's kind of like taking advantage of a girl you know didn't get along with her father or has a bad family. Well, and you slide never in there go to a, a strip club and never watch porn. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, that really is the same I, thing. But I go to a strip club on the occasion of, Maybe a bachelor. Like I haven't been to a strip club yeah. in in a in a fun capacity outside of work in years. I know, but I'm saying like right. nobody can go then, right? Because you know, you're yeah. But I mean, but that's part of the reason why. I mean, the last time I went, I really felt like a creep in there. I felt like I mean, I'm considerably older now than the girls that work there, and I felt like I was there. The I was there with money, and there were all these young girls who were dumb and and needed the what money, and I just felt terrible. What's that? What about watching porn? Yeah, well, those girls. Yeah, exactly. I watch cartoon porn now. No, I, I look. I'm not saying it's bad for you to do. I'm not saying it's. I'm saying personally, if Britney Spears had an OnlyFans. And I feel like I was paying a mentally ill girl to do stuff. What about these uh, poor guys that get into the van and they blindfold them and then all of a sudden oh. they take the blindfold off and guess who's on yeah. their hoo-ha? But uh, also there's people like what? your old nanny yeah. that like know what they're doing and they're yeah. smart about it. Oh, no, yeah, listen, I'm not saying that you have to go stop it. I, I And I believe even those girls who are there under the, you know, under the... I'm going to go there and make money and go to nursing school, but we really know what's going to happen. Even those girls, it's not a bad situation. They're still walking away with a bunch of cash. I don't think is a normal, sane adult right. contributing to that. And I'm not saying really strip clubs. I get what you're saying. It's the same kind of thing. But By the way, let me point out, Carmen said your old nanny. It's not like oh, Mrs. Featherbottom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. so yeah. It was a young Hello. girl, young girl that worked, and it's like his, ex, yeah. his ex nanny. Yes, but, my yeah. ex nanny. And I also think it would be different if her OnlyFans was like her doing sexual stuff, as opposed to her just doing these same dances, but forcing people to pay. For, like if she did a dance with that same outfit and boa constrictor that she did on MTV. But you had to pay ten yeah. bucks to see it. The that's eyes different are than, different. Well, the eyes are different. Very true. And that's the thing. I'm looking at a girl right now who is damaged and hurt and uh, doesn't know any. Uh, we're all damaged in some way. Part of it, it turns me on a little bit. No, yeah. seriously. But uh, there is just to me. There is a part of that that's like this is this is not right. I, I mean, honestly, she is there anybody, she needs a financial help. No, she has got $30 million. Well, I that's mean, half of what she's re- supposed yeah. to have. We're saying how her OnlyFans would be so like overwhelming, but she does have a large portion, like a large dedicated off, uh, audience that love her for her music, that are fans, that Britney Spears, their favorite artist. Sure. I don't know what you're if about. they said that Taylor Swift is the, they're com- comparing her in the news now to Michael Jackson of this generation. And Taylor I don't, Swift? Taylor Swift, yeah, and I I can't disagree with that based on the popularity of I mean how many how many sold out stadium shows can you do in a city and that's insane that's yeah. I haven't seen anything like that since Michael Jackson you yeah. know for for yeah. one solo artist nobody's passing out at her concerts though and Britney Spears um, she was almost that big she was yeah. almost that big yeah. and and I think that had she kept going she would have been the Madonna 
of this time. She would have been the, you know, she, a lot of these Taylor Swift's and all that look up to Britney Spears, even though she's not considerably older yeah. than her, but that's the model that paved the way, you know? It's funny that it's isolation, they say, that's making her crazy, whereas she's probably been surrounded by people 24-7 yeah, right? since oh, yeah. she was like 9, yeah. 10 years old. everything for yeah. her. Just being yeah. in show business as a kid and then yeah. growing up like that. Yeah. Well, uh, in the uh, other documentary that was out, they had the lady that was a family friend that wound up working for Britney and basically just took care of her and yeah. was yeah. her mom on Went the road. On the road and, with and, her. and yeah. then they just cut her out. Totally cut her out of the thing, yeah. Did but we don't know. We don't know if there was other stuff going on behind the scenes. If that woman was secretly getting oh. money from her, or if she was convincing her to do things that the family was. Yeah, like, hey, according to her, she was cut out. Her, uh, she's got that autobiography, that book that's coming out. Brittany does. Yeah, who and wrote I, that? And she, I guess, did she write a book? She, I think she. Well, she did, or she had a ghostwriter helping oh. her. But apparently, the publishing company has uh, got a couple cease and desist from celebrities that they're not allowed to talk about, oh. and everybody thinks. Justin Timberlake, yeah, is mm-hmm. one of the celebrities. Yeah, you know what? It's very interesting to because if you're a publishing company or a a, a distribution company, let's say you're you're writing a book or a tell all or you're making a documentary or something along those lines, and you want to make these outlandish claims, a a distributor has to verify those claims because if they take uh, if they take hold of it and take possession of it and start distributing it without backing up the claims. Now they are they are contributing to whatever lawsuits come after it, and that's why it's hard for people. Like I'd love to sit here and write a tell-all book, and I know things about Deion Sanders that would blow your mind uh, from the time that he lived here and I hung out with him. But I'm gonna put that in a book, and everybody's gonna be like, you know, Deion's camera be like, no, that didn't happen, that didn't happen. No, right? What do I do? Yeah. And I'm sitting here, with it, and if I choose to do it on my own, now I'm open up to all these lawsuits. So that's what happened with Stillwater. Oh yeah, yeah. try it. They, they <laughs> almost they almost put that little kid out of they business. Denied it. Yeah. They denied everything. He's just a fan. Yeah. It says here she wrote the whole book herself by crayon. <laughs> oh, she put it on that crazy. Remember when she was so happy to get an iPad? Yeah, the twenty t- years after everybody else had I got an iPad, y'all. Yeah. The title of it is "Hey, y'all." Yeah. <laughs> you had me on that. I'm not gonna lie. So, so the sister doesn't talk to her either. No, but I thought they did because that's what I, I remember reading. No, they were reading, fighting. But that's what I remember ago. reading on TMZ that they were fighting. Yeah. So I figured they were talking. Fighting or does the family say, hey, this is how you treat addicts and people who have, they can't help themselves. You have to ignore yeah. them. You know what I mean? It's always funny to me to watch media outlets do these types of co- covering these types of stories, but never once pointed themselves, obviously, you know, like, as like maybe. TMZ. Yeah, like as maybe they contributed to some of the oh, issue yeah. why these stars have so many issues. But you know what? Galvin says it the best all the time. You look at Jerry Seinfeld, who was the biggest star in the world mm-hmm. for 20 years. He dated a 16-year-old girl, and everybody kind of went, nah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. That's how big of a celebrity <laughs> yeah. he was. Yeah. And uh, and Galvin brings up all the time, when you see the paparazzi with Jerry Seinfeld, he goes, okay, everybody, get your pictures. Great, thank you. Have a good day. And then he goes about his business. It's all about how you act. Right. You, yeah. it's, he doesn't it, have eight security guards pushing people out of the way and making right. more of a scene, yeah. you know, and not going out in public trying to wear wigs and baseball hats and all this stuff yeah. and hide and say, I'm Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take your picture. It, let's move on. Great. It is a great point because I I am on TMZ enough to where I can read and you can tell almost what writers are going to write what hit pieces about different celebrities and whether they're right leaning or left leaning. And you go, man, 
they really do have the ability to sway a oh, bunch sure. of people's yeah. opinions about something. Yeah. But a lot of times, because I watch these videos on YouTube all the time, which the, one? The paparazzi yeah. videos. <laughs> they purposely say things. <laughs> yeah, they, they try oh, to get a reaction. They try, they try. They say the worst things to these celebrities to try and piss them off. But, or, but don't they? Don't the celebrities pay? To have the paparazzi Sometimes. out there? Or? But Sometimes. like, if you watch yeah. that Pamela Anderson documentary, she went out, her and Tommy, she's like, Tommy and I, for the first time, we were able to have a night out and, you know, had somebody watching the kids and all that. And that E.L. Woody guy, he got a hold of them and he was like, hey, Pam, how can we not home with your baby? Yeah. And she's like, because he's there, he's with the babysitter. And he's like, that's why you're a terrible mother. You Ooh. should be trying to get yep. Tommy, Tommy to hit yeah. him or, or Pamela Anderson to have a reaction because... That's what sells. Yeah, yeah. It's, you look kind of fat in those pants today. Oh, yeah, dude, stuff like that. Damn. Yeah, I'd be really good at that. I'd be really <laughs> oh, good yeah. screaming. That'd be fun to do. That'd be fun to do. Devastating. All right, we must uh, take a break. We'll get some commercials out of the way. We'll come back and wrap things up on the show. We'll tell you what we got coming up tomorrow. You have another opportunity to win another thousand dollars coming up at ten o'clock uh, tomorrow. I will make it a priority to give away the Ed Sheeran tickets. I did not get to do that today, but I will do that. Um, you be a Definitely be a uh, superstar if you came home and told your kid or your girlfriend or something that you're taking them that cheering. So we will do that. We have a couple of pairs to give away this week. Quick break. It's Mike Caltas Show. This is 102.5 The Bone. You're listening to The Mike Caltas Show on 102.5 The Bone. Big winners, right? The Bone Bonus. Congratulations.